episode of Common Kaisers. I am your host, Chris Eaton, and joining me is... Arya Inahosa. Welcome. Welcome. So, for those of you who uh, listen to our main show, the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast, which I co-host with my lovely uh, other co-host... Man, that's a lot of co-hosts. I really got to think this, this stuff out. Um, the last episode that we aired, I announced that we have a spinoff show, and this is it. So... Uh, what this show is going to be is a delve into the orbit, if you will, of tokusatsu, uh, oddball horror, foreign, you know, foreign films, stuff that would normally not fit into the giant monster genre per se that we normally cover on the main show. Um, Ariane and I are huge fans of cult cinema. Um, this isn't specifically for something like, hey, have you ever seen like, you know, like Dead Alive or anything like we're not, we're not covering that stuff. We're covering more stuff from Hong Kong, Korea, Japan, uh, maybe some other foreign stuff, uh, a couple of American things, because we already talked about a few things we want to, we want to talk about that are, you know, maybe based on foreign properties. But the idea is we're talking about stuff like the topic today, which is going to be, Arian. Uh, we are watching Common Rider Black Sun. Yes. So as you can see, this would normally be something that we would cover on the main show. So we're going to delve into the wonderful world of, of men in suits that uh, aren't giant necessarily. And uh, sometimes it's going to get a little, it, well, the show's going to be clean, but sometimes the topics we're going to talk about might get a little raunchy. So this is what I call the TV 14 version of the podcast that uh that we normally do so oh, how many how many times can we cuss on this thing once uh, we get one you can, <clears throat> anything we, pretty much anything yeah yeah <laughs> anything that carlin says you couldn't really say on tv i think that's where we let i mean the hell damn crap anything that simpsons can say we normally do so Ooh, i try to make it a i try to make it clear the first the first two episodes uh if you you know this is a little side tangent when Jessica and I started going on 10 years ago now, good Lord. Uh, um, I was doing another podcast uh, on uh, my old website and that was like a, like a more news-based podcast. And I, you listen to that, I'm swearing up a storm because that's the person that I am. And uh, we put out the first two episodes and I kind of kept the swear down to a little bit, but we got some reviews. People are like, there was one that really stuck out. It was, a, it was a dude. It was like, I love the show. You guys have a good dynamic, but my God, I can't listen to this. With my kick is Chris is swearing up a storm. Like he's like, I've never heard, so, you know, that many, you know, F bombs come out of a person's mouth. So I'm like, all right, let's, uh, I can be professional and tone it down. So occasionally one or two get, get, I get out there. Cause I get a little, I get a little passionate. But uh, sure. I promise For you, sure. if you're listening to this, this is not going to be a profanity lace. But fair warning, though, some of the films and stuff we were talking about aren't necessarily made for kids. They are made for the uh, the more grungy fair that uh, let, enjoy let, those kinds of things. Let's be fair. Some of the stuff we're going to watch and review, I'm not really sure who the audience is for. Like, this is true. That's, those are the movies. Those are the movies I love the most, especially yeah. or even shows like when the creators are like. I'm doing this for me, and if you like it, uh, yeah. more power to you. But this is just—I got an imagination, and I need—I need to put this out there. 
Okay, so let's start with today's topic because we're going to be here all day. And, and, yes. You know, okay, so we are watching, or we both watched Comrade of Blast. You just finished it. I literally hours ago. Okay. Hours ago. I, I watched it hours after it premiered. So I'm a little rusty with the names. Uh, yeah. But let me tell you, this is the first time you and I are talking about this. Yes. I adore the show. I think it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I have plenty of good things to say about it. And I have some criticisms. I'm sure we all do. But I want to hear what your initial thoughts are. All right. So um, there's a little backstory. Aryan really pushed this. When we went and we, we went to a gamma screen, he's like, do you watch Kamen Rider Black yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you watch Black, I mean, like, I've seen, I've seen bits of Black. He's like, no, no, Black Sun, the new one. I'm like, oh no, I haven't. I have. Is that? Can I watch that over here? He's like, yeah, it's up on Amazon. So, uh, my 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 depth of knowledge of Kamen Rider is very very uh, rudimentary. It's, uh, of course, my my first intro to it was the Saban bastardized version from. Uh, you know, the era of the Power Rangers. I did watch the Steve Wang, um, uh, Kamen Rider, uh, was it Dragonite? Dragonite. Yeah, which was another adaptation, but he at least adhered closer to the to the methods. And then I've seen Shin Kamen Rider, the, um, the, the uh, Kita Amelia prologue. one. Yes, the prologue. I've seen that. And um, I watched the movie, uh, I forgot which one it was, that... Um, Tokyo Shock put out uh, the first, you know, the first, yes, the so remake of yeah. So and I've seen the first three episodes of the original show. I know the basic premise. Um, the problem, the thing is, it's just you know going back and watch. That's you're going fifty episodes deep on most of the show. So you know I got a million other things I'm doing. So it's always like ah, okay, like I I appreciate it, but it's it's not quite like front and center if i had some time i would go and watch it so sure. when he assured me it's like this is 10 episodes and believe me knowing my my taste he's like you'll love this and i got it okay so overall i thoroughly enjoyed the show but that said uh it is a little bit of a slog to get going it was uh it was a little slow like the it, it suffers from what i call the first five when they uh, when shows are like trying to establish their methods and getting into the main story, when they hit that, but when you hit that fifth episode, it starts kicking in and the story really starts coming together. And I'm like, okay, you got me here. I'm in. I was in anyway because we're doing the show, so I'm like, I got I got to get through this. And there's a point I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I appreciate what you're doing here, but and then I'm like, okay, now now I'm in. So overall, I, I really enjoyed it. And the main reason I enjoyed it is the main reason Arian told me is because it's adult, it's it's an adult-based show. I mean, they I mean they don't pull punches on this, which I, I thoroughly enjoy. I always I enjoy when occasionally you get a tokusatsu something that veers into you know the more uh, R-rated territory. Uh, not unlike one of my favorite app absolute favorite books manga anything of all time called Giver, and this had a lot of Giver in it so that's what that a lot my god there was so much and that's what really that that's what really kicked you know, like kept me going and then once we got in there it's like man this is this is deep cuts Giver like stuff so uh that said yes i i i 
the end result, I I thoroughly enjoyed, and the fact that they um they they really kind of like they weren't they weren't they weren't uh, for better word pussyfooting around certain elements of uh, of social issues in this too, which I oh I, I did. yeah <laughs> I did <laughs> enjoy it because yeah. here I mean again like there I mean there's even some stuff that was like oh yeah you're hitting like on a lot of things like I know you know you know Japan and America aren't you know our cultures are, are very different but um there definitely was some like hey we're pulling a little bit of like american ugliness into this show too uh especially yeah. the the last the very last episode i'm sitting there watching like yeah okay i i, I recognize that but uh let's go ahead no, yo, yeah so yes let's let's get into this um okay director is uh kazuya she, I'm horrible with names, but don't his, worry, uh, we'll man. Call, I watch them all the time. I'm, I'm, you know, to respect, we'll call it uh, Kazuya. No mm-hmm. worry about that. Uh, Kazuya S. I'm looking at his works right now, and I have not seen anything of his. Have you seen anything? Nope. No. And I know I, that he's he's never the main thing I know he's never done Tokusatsu before. One interesting, interesting. Um, do you have any experience with Comrade of Black? What is the show is based off of? Um. Beyond the, um, I've seen parts of the movie that Amamiya did the character works for from Black RX. I'm more familiar with like Black RX than than Black. I am. Oh, of course, of course, right, right. I am. I am familiar with Black, but I've never really watched Black ever. I've for seen sure. clips, and that's about it. So, the the what I don't want to do is I don't want to compare this to Black, the original mm-hmm. Black, because that's its own thing. And it's very similar, like a, mm-hmm. the characters are the same, mm-hmm. but in name only. Um, yes. Kotaro, our main character, is very different from TV show Black 87. That Kotaro, mm-hmm. that, that guy is, um, you know, this young, fresh-faced, you know, he's, he's, he's very your, optimistic. He's your, he's your basic hot-blooded, you know, like main yeah. hero kind of guy, he, yeah. The, but the one thing I do I do miss from Black, um, what do we call it, 87 Black, I, this is going to be really, really confusing, is yeah. the levels of, there's a Batman level of paranoia uh, mm-hmm. that Kotaro has. Like, everything in that show, you know, my package is like, oh, this must be a Gorgon plot. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a storm's coming. This is a Gorgon plot. And I was, I was hoping <laughs> to see that in this show and it, it it's not it, it takes itself a little bit more seriously but yeah the best way i can describe this show is mm-hmm. old man comic writer yes right? yes right this is this is the, the logan of comic writer um most common writers are you know very optimistic very you know yeah we're gonna go do the thing and all that stuff at the beginning of this show there is a uh, there's a protest going on. There are uh, pro-Kaijin uh, mm-hmm. supporters and anti-Kaijin supporters. Mm-hmm. The Kaijin in this show is is pretty much your Kaiju form, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. If you're not giant. You're 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 human-sized monster people. Pretty much. Yeah. And in black and in most common writer or in almost all common writer shows, the villains mm-hmm. are Kaiju, mm-hmm. right? And the twist on this show is that. I, without saying too much, it's, it's very reminiscent of a, of a BLM 
uh, protest. Mm-hmm. And and you see, you know, Kaijin and, and human allies on one side, and you see anti-Kaijin uh, supporters on the other. And then it kind of pans back to like a like a seller. And there's our there's our protagonist, uh, mm-hmm. Kotaro, just not giving a shit about mm-hmm. anything. He does he just eating his dinner, eating his lunch, or whatever the time it is, just eating it. And there's just like he just does not give a shit about anything. And this is very different from most common writer. And there's this beautiful scene. In the very first episode, he just gets up and you know he just walks out and just kind of like is done with the world. He is, he's, does not give a shit. Very much like Logan. Yeah. And he it's again it's the uh, there there's there's a whole genre of the old like the the beat up old dude like I, you can yeah. argue that Liam Neeson popularized it with. Um, but taken and yeah made, made a whole thing out of it but you know as i'm again as i've gotten older i've got i've learned to really appreciate like the um the the old man trope of like the i you so this all comes back there was there was a, a a conversation i was having with a friend and it plays be deep into the the themes of this show because there is uh there, there's a quote by george carlin and he says you find any sin, you scratch any cynic, and you'll find a disappointed uh, uh, idealist. And that's really, it's, it's when we get deeper into the show, man, that is the theme of the big theme of this whole thing. And Kataro is very much that. Like, once we, you know, we're going to spoil major aspects of this show. It's just part of the review process. So, just fair warning for those. You probably should have said it up front. Um, but when we get deeper, once we start getting into the backstory of Kitaro, who is uh, Black Sun, and what he did to actually bring forth the world that we are in, like he, he there is a part of him that's somewhat that is slightly responsible. Actually, he's hundred percent. He's, he's fairly responsible for the world that 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 exists today, and the idea of like I, you know, I've just created this mess, and of course. <clears throat> there's always a woman involved you know there's <laughs> there's always some sort of heartbreak um but yeah he's looking around he's like yeah like it, this is this is the world now like i i helped create this i now i want nothing to do with it and we we're introduced to his uh to what you would call like his polar opposite in um aoi a bright-eyed yeah. girl who is having this passionate speech to the UN about equal rights for Kaijin and humans and stand, you know, it's, it's the whole, you know, like, can we all just get along? It's, it's the Martin Luther King speech. It's, you know, it's so, what optimists want to believe, but it's a lot harder than it is, but because she's a kid, it feels so, like this should be a simple thing. Yes. Yes. She is what I expect a common writer protagonist to be like. And Kotaro mm-hmm. is someone who I expect a common antagonist to be like, but we know mm-hmm. that's not how it's going to work. We'll get to it mm-hmm. later. Um, yeah. So what's interesting about this show as well is it's split up in there's a time skip and it so it splits between the 70s or 80s. Is the 80s 70, 70, 70, 72? Yeah, yeah, 72. 72. Yeah. So it, there's Actually, a little there's bit of story. Three, there's, there's, there's technically three time skips. What's that? 
It's uh, 72, modern time. Modern time. And then the deeper backstory, which is in the oh the, in the mid forties yeah. during the war. Right, right, right. And that's but that's later on. That's like the pre yeah. the before times. Um, mm -hmm. so where do we start? Episode one. Do you want to go by episodes or do you just want to go through the whole thing? Let's just go through the basic story, the basic the basic yeah. moves of the of the show. So we have Aoi, who is our up and coming, you know. I don't want to compare her to a real like a real person, but I'm getting a very uh, what's, who's the uh, who's the young lady Greta Thun what's Greta Thunberg. Thank you. That's that's the kind of uh, the vibe I'm getting from her. And the young, passionate, optimistic. Very yeah, you know the idealist or whatever you want to call her. Um, mm -hmm. And then we have the grizzled old man, old man Logan, and he he's on his way to do something. He, you know, there's there's a whole thing going on, and he he himself, uh, we find out, is a kaiji, mm -hmm. um, but doesn't give two shits about it. Um, he goes off, and this is where I'm getting a little rusty. There's a bounty on her, right? But there's a bounty on her. Yeah. Yes. He accepts the bounty, goes and finds finds her. I'm not 100% what happened. I don't remember. You he me. is intercepted by a uh, by a, uh, a spider an old, Yes, no. it, it turns out to be an old um, an old buddy of his, uh, right. a, a member of Gorum. Our, 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 uh, Gorum. So it turns out that there was um, there's there there was multiple there was multiple people looking for this girl, mm -hmm. and uh, when he uh, she's attacked by the spider uh, Kaijin first when he. He shows up. Uh, he kind of is like, "Look, I don't. I, I'm not looking for a fight, kind of thing." It's the, it's the, it's the cane from uh, from Kung Fu. He's like, "Look, I want no trouble," kind of thing. Right. And uh, when uh, he goes to like grab her, he sees that she's wearing an amulet around her neck, which is the crux of our story. Yes. Yeah. Which is the uh, they called it the uh, the, um, the Kingstone. Oh, was the Kingstone? Yes. Yeah. And uh, you find out that that is that turns out to be the key to all of this, and how she came to it is a, a long and arduous process. But he realizes she's got it. He wants it, and he defends her over nothing more than she has something that he wants. He doesn't actually still even like give a crap. He's just like, um, you know, turns to the spider kaiju and he's like, "Hey, uh, you're not walking off with with her because I need this thing." And uh, the first main fight of the series ensues, and where we really get a good look of how, because this is the big, I think one of the biggest take, I mean, the biggest changes in Common Rider lore, and this is where it's harkening back to the original Shin Common Rider. There's no Hessian change, like, and they hit the the buckle and they, they right. change into their suit. They morph. They are they 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 morph like zoonoids from Giver into their yeah. into their beast forms. Like a painful transformation, right? Yeah. Like steam yeah. comes off him. It's almost very attack on Titanish. Like steam comes out. Yeah. Yeah. You change. And I gotta give I gotta give I gotta give him credit. Like for the most part, the, the for the most part, there's some there's some janky shots, but the change sequences are pretty well done. Like I I know the show's done on not that big of a budget. It's very apparent because it's shot in like five, you know, five locations. But um when he morphs into his uh, 
his uh, grasshopper form, and you're like, oh, okay, this is. Then you're, you're realizing this is not your normal common writer. Like, and that's like, why doesn't he look like a common writer? And it's like, no, no, no. There's there's more to be had. So, this fight also gives us a real good taste of what we're in for because Kentaro beats the crap out of this guy and rips him apart. Like, just he, I think he bifurcates him at one point, like literally, like cuts him in half and just blood goes flying everywhere. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, now, okay, this is this is what I was talking about. I'm like, okay, you got my attention. This is I'm in on this. And that's our story uh... kicks off running. It's very, uh, if you've seen Comrade Amazons or Amazon, very brutal, very uh, limbs are going flying, blood, you know, decapitations. It's a very brutal fight. It's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's very adult. It's adult. It's, this is not for children. This is definitely no, not no. a kid's show. Okay. And then that's the, that's the end of the first episode, more or less, right? Well, the, well, the very end, we're introduced to. Uh, the Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon, your boy. Who's held captive, chained up. Like, again, like, I see the hearkening backs. Like, I know enough about Kamen Rider. I'm like, oh, this is, like, they are, they're they're making calls. Like, I know they're making calls because, again, like, just the way he's just chained up. It's like almost like a pulp comic book in many ways. And uh, he's held by the evil political party. Gorgon. Gorgon. Gorgon, yeah. He looks Gorgon. like uh, have you ever played that one game on uh, have you played Metal Slug? Yes, I have I'm talking Metal about Slug. He looks like the, you yeah, know when you he looks like the, you, yeah, the, the sorry, prisoners yeah. that you capture they're the, that you that yeah. you free. That's what that's what Shadow oh, Mode looks you. like. Yeah, yeah that, that's what he looks like. Uh, <laughs> so he's given this thing called he's you know he's he's fed this thing called heaven. It's mm-hmm. a blue substance. You're not really sure what it is. But he eats it, and he just seems fine. Um, and I think that's the end of the first episode. Maybe. That's the end of the first episode. We're introduced to Shadow Moon, and then we get the ball rolling. So now we have the uh, the very the very Logan-esque moment of now, uh, because uh, Kadaro got injured in the fight, and so when he wakes up, he's in he's back in his the bus that he calls home. And Aoi's like, she's bandaged him up. She's cooking yeah. breakfast. And he's just a total dick to her. He's like, look, I just want the stone. And she's like, no, like, that's very important. My mom gave it to me, and I, I was told to always hold on to it. And, uh, you know, just, he's like, I don't care about you. I just need that stone. You don't know why yet. And um, that's when we cut to the prime minister, who uh, yeah. we find out has... Uh, he, is uh, a very sinister politician because it well, uh, turns out he is the leader of the Gorgon party and uh, has with, uh, without you know not directly behind Gorgon but he's behind Gorgon he's pretty yeah. much yeah because we do have he's our Gorgon leader behind the curtain yes yes he is the, the wizard of Oz yes we have the three heart pieces yes. um let me get their names there's Belgina is the Goldar of the group. I know him. He's not a leader though. Um, yeah. We have Darum. He's the, he's the he's got the, he's the one with the fish armor, right? The the black fish armor, right? He's he's the, yes. the Goldar, if you will, the uh, the yeah. the general, if you will. We have uh, yeah. uh, uh, Darum, Bishop, and Barum. 
Dharma B1 and all of them. Yeah. And you find out that there's there's history with all of them too. Because this is the episode yeah. where we get the first flashback and where this is the, the show is really starting to like we're telling we're not exactly telling a linear story. We're giving you like there there's a lot of there's a lot to unpackage, and this is what the first five episodes really do. Yeah. They give you the flashback back to the 70s where the kaijin were becoming uh, a bigger like the population was growing. They never really explain right how they came to be but they just said they're here everyone knows about them they transform they're it's very x-men-esque where they're they're treated like second-class citizens and that's about that's all you really need to know yeah that's it's it is very x-men you know when you think about it and yeah it is um but yes and there there is go go ahead no, 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 go ahead. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. So well, this is where Shadow Moon, I believe Shadow Moon breaks out of his bonds and right. escapes after murdering a bunch of dudes, steals a bunch of uh, Haven from this weird laboratory looking place. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? And that's when you find out that uh, Shadow Moon and, and Black Sun, uh, when they start doing the flashbacks, best of friends. Um, and uh, we know from like the prologue of the first episode that when they were little kids, they were being experimented on uh, by these scientists. And uh, where you see like they were planted with the stones. So right. um, that clearly now you're telling me this is what caused them to uh, turn into the uh, the common writers that we know. And uh, they join the the fledgling Gorgon party. Like it starts out as this almost Black Panther-esque organization. Like they are, they're young. It's a bunch of young, hungry people who are, you know, again, it's idealists. They want to, they're they're fighting for equal rights. They want to be treated, you know, with dignity in a world that really hates them. And everyone is, you know, when they were introduced to the, to the whole group, everyone's on the same page. Like, look, we're, we're fighting the good fight. We're going to be, you know, we're, we're doing it. And you get to see Katara when he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm done with this. Like, it's very well, like hippie. It's, it's a well, lot of, it's a lot of um, like, like Vietnam era, like anti-war, like sentiment, like, you know, that those kinds of groups. What's interesting about the flashback though, is mm-hmm. when you look at Kotaro in the seventies and he's a young, mm-hmm. fresh, fresh guy. But you know, Kotaro mm-hmm. now is an old grizzled man. Not old, yes. but like, you know, he's a grizzled man. And also, Although, a lot Shadow older Moon, than he really is. Yeah. yeah. Shadow Moon is the same actor. He looks exactly the same. Except for mm-hmm. the, you know, the beard and the long hair. But he looks exactly the same. And they'll get into that, why that is later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody so, else looks exactly the same as well. Yeah. So, pretty much, they, we, they're we're set at the grounds. You're like, okay, Goron, like, oh, so this is how it started. It started with the best intentions. And that's literally what this episode was shown. It was, hey, like, no, we want to do some good. We want to bring some change to the world. And uh, we're introduced to a young lady who draws the, these these two buds in. And immediately you're like, oh, they're both, like, smitten with her. Like, she's the, uh, she's, she's the, she's the hot girl that's got all, you know, She's cool. Yeah. She's, uh, but she's a little, you can see there's a hint of like almost like militant uh, political uh, uh, um, 
uh, almost saboteur in her. But you're like, yeah, she's she's not as happy-go-lucky as the rest of them. You know what she reminds me of? Who? Remember that episode of Simpsons where Bart gets a girlfriend? Oh, the uh, which uh, which are we talking about the next door neighbor? Or are we talking about the uh, the the daughter of the of Reverend uh, Reverend Lovejoy? The the one with the military jacket. Okay, the one played by uh, uh, Darlene from uh, Roseanne. Yeah, that's who she reminds me of. Okay, yeah. You like, know, you're too cool like, for school. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. these are two bright-eyed guys. They're like, oh, man, I've never met a woman like this. And she's kind of the reason why these guys, you know, be, besides the, the message, she's, you know, she's the reason because they're both like, I'm going to make a move, you know. Yeah, right. right. Young, men are tend, young men are tend to do. And, oh, my God. Uh, the, the chemistry, the chemistry between these guys in the 70s is hilarious. Uh, we have this, we have this, um, we have this character named Nick, who is maybe my favorite character of the show. Mm-hmm. And all all they do is talk about Art and and Oliver Johnson. Sorry, not Nick. Yeah. Um, all him and Kotaro do is like slap each other in the balls for like, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's it's good horse it's, it's, it's good horseplay. It's very very. It's a very good tight knit group that you see mm-hmm. until yeah. Go ahead. They uh, a plan is concocted. Yes, because uh, you know this 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 uh, this uh, dark damsel is uh, she she starts showing she starts proving like she's a little more militant than the rest of the group is kind of comfortable with, and she's the one that conjures the idea like, you know, there's this thing called the Creation King, and uh, we should kidnap him. But in order to do that, we need to get to the prime minister's son. So we should kidnap yeah. him too. Yeah. And at, this is at where, that point. Yeah. yeah this at is that where, point. It, it the line between good guys and bad guys gets a little murky, and there isn't so much. So uh, oh, these guys are you know our, our heels, and these guys are our faces. No, it's it's very complicated. And yes. Go on. So as as most things are, again, it show it's it really the thing that one of the beautiful things this show actually does, it really hammers home that all causes usually start out with the best intentions, but when reality hits them, uh, uh, being that optimistic sometimes doesn't get you where you want to be, and sometimes people are willing to uh, let's say uh, you know. Uh, do things they normally wouldn't do in order to achieve their goal because uh, at the end of the day it's it's about achieving the goal and uh by any means possible and that's when uh uh shadow moon had you know he's he's like yeah i'm down like let's go kidnap and Charles like i really we're going to be doing this and they're this is where the descent in the group starts kind of like they all they're they're all like okay yeah i mean yeah sure but we're not going to hurt him, right? Like we're that's we're just we're just going to hold him hostage. We're going to get this creation king, and we're going to figure all this out. And you know, he's not nothing's going to happen. And they're all sure, yeah. It's believe me, it's not going to go south. And of course, it all goes south. Um, and that leads us to to the modern day where Aoi still got a a target on her back. Uh, Gorgon wants her, 
They don't know yet that she has the gemstone, but she is a thorn in their side for their plans. Right. And uh, so now they are, uh, well, for a little for a little more backstory. So once we're introduced to the Creation King, the Creation King is the linchpin of all of this. The we find out the Creation King is the thing that secretes uh, this fluid that's what that creates Haven, and Haven is what creates Kaijin. Kaijin. And uh, yeah, and apparently the lot most of the world does not know this. Like the Creation King is a very only very few people know about him. They don't know where he came from, and uh, we get a shot of him modern. He's this gigantic, like. Uh, like he looks like a he looks like another common rider, but he's massive. He's like 14 foot. He's sitting on this throne. His head's kind of cocked, doesn't move, and they're just milking him of this blue fluid. And uh, that's when we learn the prime minister is behind Gorgum, and uh, they everyone is knows that the Creation King's days are numbered. He is done, yeah. and we need to keep manufacturing Haven. So we have to create a new Creation King. And uh, this is what we find out why they had Shadow Moon uh, held hostage. It's because he was a prime candidate to become the new Creation King. And now the race is on to create the new Creation King before he dies and uh, continue the more sinister uh, uh, undertones of what Gorgum stands for which is propagating the, 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 the Kaijin race, if you will. Right. So this all comes about with Aoi being attacked again. She's followed home. Uh, and this is where Kentaro is starting to kind of reconcile with like, I, I really need to do the right thing. And gets into another fight after she's being chased by a, uh... oh, I forgot her friend. She's got her, oh. her friend who's the Kaijin. Yeah. Uh, she's yes. Oof. Oof. Okay. So here we go. Yeah. There's, you know, Aoi goes home to, and uh, with her friend, right? Yeah. No, it goes to the friend's house or Aoi's house? Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's Aoi's house. You know, it's Aoi's house because right. when they walk in, her caretaker has been brutally murdered. Yeah. And like there's, there's like her... a giant, like, thorn through her head like she's just laying there and that's uh one of Rom's generals um what's her name um it's it's uh, uh, Bashi it's the female one Bashi, I remember yes. that yes yes uh, the terrorist okay. girl yes so Aoi's friend is a sparrow kaijin he's adorable kid you know he's, he's adorable he looks a lot you know his head looks exactly like a like a sparrow um Sticks up for sticks up for Aoi, transforms into his sparrow mode or his kaijin form. Mm -hmm. Immediately jobs out, gets his head squished yeah. in. It is this is I the first holy that. shit moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is this is the first holy shit moment of the of the series. We're like yeah. holy shit, they went there. Yeah. Um, Aoi I'm runs away. Right. Being chased. Yeah, she's, she's being chased. chased by another goon. And this uh, is Kotaro shows up, right? Yeah, Kotaro shows up and and Lana, Shadow Moon. Right? And Shadow Moon. And they're both he's like, What the hell are you doing here? And they're like, Don't worry about it. And uh he this is where we see the actual effects of Haven. Uh yes. he asks uh Shadow Moon's like, Do Shadow you have Moon. Haven on? He's like, Yeah, get yeah, Shadow he asked Shadow Moon, Do you have Haven? He's like, Yeah, give it to the kid. 
and uh, you know shoots it into his mouth, and they both take off. And, right. uh, you don't see, see what happens to it yet, right? No, they no. just shoots it, and they both they both bolt. Um, right. Is now both of them are 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 aware. Everyone is aware at this point that uh, Aoi has the uh, the the Kingstone, and so now everyone is on her about about getting it, and pretty much leads to like a this. She's running. She's uh, it leads to a fight in the alley between uh, Kentaro and this uh, Kaijin who uh, actually no, it's the the pterodactyl girl and Bashi. Uh, Bashi. Uh, so she's threatening to kill um, Aoi. Kentaro doesn't change because she's like, yeah, 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 no, 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 we're not doing this. And that's when Shadow Moon shows up, Guyver Three style, and's like, hey, look, I don't care if she lives or dies transforms for the first time and then thoroughly beats the crap out of uh, out of her to the point where it's like yeah like i gotta get away because this is this isn't working but she ends up kidnapping aoi at the same time she gets away and Kintaro now he's like damn it like now this has gotten far more complicated than i wanted to do and uh we're really running now so we flash back the next episode i believe we flash back to the actual kidnapping of the prime minister's son, who we will find out plays a huge role in all this, um, and it's it's a it's not exactly like they're they're not they're not mincing words like the they're they catch him playing shooting skeet, and they come up and uh, they like beat the crap out of him and they drag him away, and force him to reveal the uh, location of the creation king because. Uh, Gorham has or Gorham has uh, information that his dad may or may not have had a hand in the Creation King. Right. At, at least that we don't know. And this is also where we get the first flashback to the 40s, to the actual creation of the creation of, of the yeah the creation of the Creation King. We find out he was just this random prisoner, and uh, he's picked randomly. And these experimented on, and that's all we really see at first. And uh, you, you think it's like, okay, this is how they first created the kaiju, the, the 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 kaijin, but no, no, it goes it goes much much deeper. So now we have uh, Shadow Moon and Black Sun reconciling. They're on the same page, uh, but they're both kind of bitter dudes, you know, realizing you know Shadow Moon's been held, he's been held captive for like twenty years at this point, well, almost four, About, maybe forty. Yeah. Yeah, fifty years. So, right? yeah, fifty years. He's been held captive yeah. for fifty years, and uh, they're kind of like, "Hey, look, like, he, both of them are like, it's back to being buddies, but at the same time, they're both different. They're both very different men, and they they're both uh, they're both kind of like busting each other's balls, and they both, you know, Kidaro tells him, he's like, look, she's got the 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 Kingstone. We need to get it back, and uh, that's uh, that." pretty much wraps up that episode to where we get into the next one where we find out Shinsuke wakes up. He's like checking his eyes. Like what happened? And we find out that the healing properties of Haven uh, has on Kaijin, which turns out. Yeah. Like it's been, it's sold as like a drug to the Kaijin on the streets, but no one really knows that if like a human takes it, they will transform them. Um, And we get AOE. Yeah. Yeah. AOE is captured. She manages to escape. 
So Gorgon comes up with the idea like, well, she's got parents. And this is where it really gets like deep Giver level. They kidnap her parents. And they transform her dad to get her dad to lure her out because they, they want the Kingstone. And this sequence when she's with her dad, her dad calls like, hey, I'm back in town. It never really explains why her parents were gone. But again, it will get to that. Um, and her dad is acting weird like it. Yeah. We're missing the best character of the show, the second best character, uh, Whale Kaijians. Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That, Another that's, friend uh, of theirs. Yeah. He gets sent. Okay. After the first two assassination tips, because mm -hmm. the first time it was Spider Kaijin, and then it was the yeah. female Kaijin, and then right. she died. She got cut in half by a. Uh, Okay, oh, so, it wasn't, so it wasn't the pterodactyl, it was the bird one. It was the, the bird girl. Right. And then episode three starts with this, just like this chumpy dude, you know, just like, mm -hmm. you know, sympathetic looking guy. And he goes like, hey, man, I know you used to be homies with Black Sun, but if you do this for us, you could be number four in the, in the you know, you might be up for management, you know, with us. Yeah. So he's like, all right, cool. Well, Kaiju goes after uh, uh, Black Sun. Uh, mm -hmm. They fight. In episode three, right? Uh, yeah. And at some point, he's like, you know what? Fuck this! Isn't this isn't worth it for me? I'm gonna dip. Yeah. He he leaves yeah. mid fight like like Nephilus, and yeah. uh, and he abandons Gorka. And you're like, huh? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting way of ending things. But now we're fat, now a couple or episode two later, we're on Aoi's dad, who is mm -hmm. uh, back in town. And you're like, that's weird. Yeah. So they meet. And he's acting very weird. And uh, you find out he was transformed. Very Again, very, very Giver reminiscent, uh, like like what they did to Agito's dad. And uh, he turns into this crab kaijin and uh, starts this long chase. Like, she's jumping. Like, turns out there's a lot of abandoned buildings in Japan that you can go hide in. That leads to very, this confrontation. Very much like the original Black where there's a bunch of abandoned buildings with, with a, a lot of cardboard boxes just laying around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes, it's, it's the staple of any of those great shows. Like the $6 million man used to do that where, you know, when he would, you know, fight guys, it was usually like, you know, longshoremen in like these big warehouses <laughs> were just boxed. Apparently they just, just stacked boxes all day and they just, everybody yeah, would get right? thrown into them. So, yeah, so, so she uh, he gets turned into a, a she, crab kaiju, chases her around, and who comes to her rescue? I believe it's Kotaro, isn't it, or is it? It's your boy it, Whale Kaiju, uh, Shadow Moon. It's Whale Kaiju. Oh, that's right. He like squirts yes. him because he does yeah. the blowhole attack. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I popped so hard. I was like, man, what a what a guy. Go on. I gotta give credit on the on that design, man. That was a that that the design on that guy is awesome, and the 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 makeup effect that they did for the whale that it was it it all worked. It really should work, but it worked. And the fact he's got like a blowhole attack, like he's got like this big wind attack he can do, where he just can sh like smack you with it. And it was a, a it it was pretty awesome. Again, this is where my I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm this is. It's it's scratching that itch that uh, that I like in my in my you know my Japanese uh, superhero stuff. Yeah. And uh, uh, so yeah, it was whale guy that ends up killing him too, right? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, rips his chest off, and, and like yeah, that great damage to himself. He he, uh, I think he's the one that that cuts off his arm, or Aoi is the one that yeah. cuts off his dad's arm. But like it's still in crab mode, yeah. and there's this heartbreaking scene of Aoi mm-hmm. carrying her dad's cloth, just like yeah, you know. And then Whale Kaijin is like walking behind her, and then. Uh, Kotaro shows up in his boat in his bike. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Sorry, yeah. what the? What are you doing here?" And he <laughs> yeah. goes like, "He goes like, hey man, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm escorting her. Like, I don't, I don't want no trouble. Man. I don't want no trouble." Yeah. Um, at that point, you know, you see, you see uh, Kotaro do his, his face turn, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Get on the bike. We're going home." <laughs> leaves, yep. leaves Will Kaiji there in the middle of the street, and yeah. uh, and then they take off. At some point in the series, you start realizing, and this is a, a tangent, I don't know if we, talk, we haven't talked about this yet, mm-hmm. but you start realizing what's going on with Kaijin, that mm-hmm. they are being bought and sold like slaves to yeah. uh, the elite of the world. Uh, they're being sold for like millions of dollars, and then you see, you, there's like whole catalog, and it's just, you know, all the pictures are all the Kaijin from the original Black. Like, oh, okay, yeah. you, see, you see a guy uh, get transformed into his kaiju mm-hmm. form, like, hey, he's a strong, you know, uh, whatever, uh, locust kaiju. He was an eight, yeah, he was an eight man. He was an eight, eight. man. Yeah. Yeah. He was an eight man. And, you know, he's going for, we'll start the bidding at $100,000. And he gets mm-hmm. bought by, like, these masked elite elite types. And little by little, they don't outright tell you what's going on. But little by little, you start piecing together, like, this is Gorgon behind this. And Gorgon's yeah. in the business of making more kaijin so they can sell them off and make more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this horrible cycle. Yeah. Um, but that it, is, it goes even yes. deep, goes deeper than oh, that yeah. because there's a, greater, there's a greater plan that they have. So we, we, we start inching towards the world domination that all these uh, all these great supervillains have. And you're realizing, like, oh, yeah, they're, this is how they're funding their, their – this is how they fund – their organization. This is how they're 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 making their political contributions. They uh, it's it's very reminiscent of both the scene from um, the second Jurassic World where they're auctioning off the the dinosaurs, yes. and the scene from Taken where they're auctioning off the poor kidnapped girls. <laughs> and uh, uh, you, they're like, oh, this is why this this is why they need a more Haven. This is why it is detrimental that they create a new creation king because. If they lose him, the whole thing goes bust. So this is yeah. where you start realizing, okay, this is this is why, this is why they want the they want the uh, the the Kingstones because it is you find out it's key to creating a brand new creation king. But they find out that not any not just anyone can be a creation king, and it, it gets it, that's where it starts getting complicated for them. Yes, so, it's. It's a very interesting uh, contrast to how modern Gorgon is and how 70s Gorgon is. Where 70s Gorgon was this grassroots, again, we've already talked about this, this grassroots movement of like, we're going to stick it to the man. And now that they have become this political party, now that they are the man, Mm -hmm. mm, again, it's a... Because this is where we finally start getting, we go flash back to the 70s and we get... The whole story, what's happened. So we'll we'll streamline this a little bit. Yeah. So in the 70s, we find out that the the they kidnap, they find the they get the information of where the creation king is, and this the, we see the 70s creation king. He's a he's much much smaller than the modern one. 
maybe so seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah, he's still he's still big, but he's not he's not the the giant monolith thing that he is in the uh, Gorgon headquarters. You and, know, uh, it reminds me of um, the new the alien queen from Resurrection. How he how she just kind of like sitting oh, down on the thing. One, yeah, but like more more like a grasshopper. Yeah. though. but that's yeah, more or less what we're working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the kidnapping goes through. They got this. Uh, they, they still have the uh, the son of the uh, the the prime minister held up, and uh, you know, uh, Hot Chick is making both moves on Kitaro and uh, Shadow Moon, and this is where the uh, dissension between the two because, you know, one's peeking as she's making a move. I believe was making a move on Kitaro because you find out. That uh, she has deeper, sinister y- intentions. Yukari is her name. Yukari Shicho. Yukari, yes. Yukari, yeah. So both these guys are madly in love with her. She's playing both of them like a fiddle. Like she has them strung up and she is just playing them against each other. And uh, the once they have the Creation King, now they put him, they, they, they make the, the smart move of like, let's put him here. We'll make our base here. They're out in the middle of the woods. And the group is starting to have like second thoughts about what they're doing because they're still like, okay, we got him now. What are, what's the game plan here? Because yeah, they can't run forever. Yeah. It's like, what are we going to do? Like, and some start putting out, it's like, well, why don't we kill him? Because we kill him, maybe there won't be more kaijin. Maybe we can end all this, this suffering. Like, you know, and then the others are like, well, no, because we want it. We want to proliferate our kind. And the dissension between the group starts, and this is where uh, everyone starts getting played. And you find out that uh, this is all part of a bigger plan, that uh, she was uh, actually a spy sent to uh, to create dissension amongst them and uh, uh, work with the, uh, the then prime minister about uh, getting back, you know, Right, rising to power, which we find out the kid that kidnapped ends up becoming our current prime minister, who is the leader of Gorgon. And uh, he starts cutting a deal with these guys. He's like, look, why, uh, you know, why, why, you know, why fight for equality when you can be like the kings, you know, you can be the kings of the castle, if you will. And a few of them are like, I'm listening. Where others are like, hey, we're getting into like, we're becoming the monsters we're trying to fight and this creates like a big split between the group where half go off uh and Kitaro realizes like look uh, this is all down to this creation king i need to uh, i'm just gonna go put an end to him and uh he has his first uh confrontation well first real confrontation with him in his uh in his uh in his you know his grasshopper form and realizes like he's no match for him. The Creation King's got this weird, like ESP power. Like he can levitate yeah. stuff. Like he's got, uh, and just snaps his leg in half. He snaps Kitaro's leg in half by just sitting in his box and just goes like this. And it's 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 again referencing. It's like Leota losing to the Emperor. He realizes like no, I wasn't strong enough at this time. And Kitaro and Shadow Moon realize they've been played. Um, uh, what, what was her name again? Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, crap. Sorry. I just lost it. Yeah. Yukari? Yukari. Um, I believe she has like a change of heart. And uh, she realizes like, look, this is all going south. So she hands the gemstones off to uh, is Oliver, right? Oliver Johnson, yeah. The, Oliver Johnson. The American. Him, yeah, the foreign. The American, yeah. Yeah. The, the one, again, kudos to finding a black guy in Japan who can actually speak fluent Japanese, too. I got to give him credit on that. Like, they found the one actor out there. It's like, yeah, I can do this. Um, yeah. And he's like, you need to go. Take this and run. And this is... Isn't it interesting so how... Isn't it interesting how he plays such a small role in the beginning, but because of yeah. him, it all comes it all comes full circle because of him, or yeah, and him like and and uh, we'll we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. So now we're now we're now we know. Okay. So this is the game plan. This is this is what happened. This is how Gorgum came to you know rise to the power that they did. Uh, they hold uh, Black Sun and Shadow Moon. They're both prisoner. And they're both like chained up, and they're just like kind of like bickering at each other. And that's when we get back to the to the modern day. Aoi gets kidnapped once again. This time, they they uh, the plan is: look, you like Kaijin so much, why don't you become one? And they transform her. They have her mom kidnapped there, and they're in this laboratory where they make Kaijin. And uh, they tr they change her there in front of her mom, make her mom watch. And uh, she it's is, not pretty. Uh, this is the point. It's not pretty, no. no. So Shadow Moon, Black Sun find out where she's at. They show up. They they're coming guns ablaze, and uh, they uh, this is where we he get gets his ass beat, right? Black Sun gets beat up. Shadow Moon, yeah. They both they both get beat up. He realize Black Sun realizes that this new Kaijin he's facing is Aoi, and he's just like this is where he. And this is the part. This is now we're like yeah. episode five, I think. And he realizes what Gorgom's done. He's like, You've taken this innocent girl and now you've turned her into this, you've turned her into a monster. And he has this moment where like it's the it's the it's the rage moment where he's he is so overcome with, with rage that he actually evolves. And he finally yeah. evolves into what? Coming right of black sun, the actual black sun, you know, with the red eyes and everything. Yes. Yeah. No, he's not like this, this is no, like this. no, this is like, yep. Now he looks like, oh, cool. And the design on this, like the keeping the biomechanical look of him, too. I, I love that yeah. aspect. It, it, yeah. And just now he's got a new power up, and he just starts like, he's like, all right, screw it. He's like, F this noise. We're taking Gorgum down. Like, they've gone too far. Uh, Aoi is, uh, I believe they rescue her. Um, I'm trying to, like, it gets a little, I'm, I just watched all this. And again, when you're going to do only 10 episodes, I'm trying to figure, you know, remember the timeline. I should have noted this stuff down. We'll do better. <laughs> we'll do better. In, in, I think in we're, I think we got, it. I think our, our, our viewers got it. Uh, yeah. but, but there is, there is a, uh, there is a moment where, uh, Black Sun is in a fight with a kaiju. I don't think it's this episode, but later on, mm -hmm. he does get in a fight with a kaiju. And he gets his ass beat. Is it Shadow Moon? Yeah. Shadow Moon's well, the one that ass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he fights. Oh, sorry. Again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But no, no, no surprise, Shadow Moon's a bad guy. No, no. 
Um, well, the, the the turn the turn is great because the heel turn, oh, it's it's heartbreaking. So so now now the stakes are set. Gorgum needs either because now they they actually captured the gemstones. The, they got away with the gemstones, and now they have them. So the priests are like the the prime minister's like, look, can't one of you you know dumb you know dumb dumbs do it? So it's the, the 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 main priests all try in front of the. Uh, in front of the uh, the creation king, they forge the stones, and they both get they all get rejected, and they realize look, okay. none of us can do it. We need either we need either black sun or shadow moon. They both realize like either one of these guys will work. But they we need to get them. Like we need to have them here. So and they, at this but, point, neither of them neither of them are like like willing to. They they know what they now realize what Gorgum's after, and they both realize what they're what they want out of them and they're like they both i think they have this conversation they're like would you become the creator and they're like no like neither of them are like no no we don't want anything to do with this at this point at this point Which as a story shadow moon is already making his own faction his own rebel faction full of kaijin um from the protest just just anybody who wants to join his cause he's joining with this like this child rebel soldier uh militia group and he's training them and all that stuff Black Sun wants nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's Shadow like, Moon's, you do, yeah. Yeah, he's like, you do you. Where Shadow yeah. Moon is getting the old, like, no, no, no. Like, I remember, like, why we did this. And so he's telling everyone, like, look, if we want to stop this, we need to, we're going to have to uh, infiltrate Gorgum, and we're going to take him down hard, yeah. which leads to the assault yeah. on Gorgum. And, that, uh, mm, yeah. Mm, uh, goes so, of course. Yeah, so so they 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 uh his faction attacks the Gorgon base and they get jobbed out. They are just they not ready for it. They're you know they get picked off one by one, and then you know then they're like, oh shit! It turns from assault to escape real quick. I always yeah. um, I'm gonna forget his name. Oh, uh, uh, his fantastic. Uh, and he he eventually he escapes. But he doesn't. He's not clear. Mm. He he runs right into the anti kaiju anti kaijin uh, group that was protesting, mm. and and they've got this leader. This guy I don't know if he, he's a leader, but he's the main focus of that guy. He's a the guy. Blowhorn. Like, I call him the blowhorn. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. He he's like oh well look what we have you know he's you know he's he's doing this whole thing. And, earlier, uh, Shinsuke, earlier Shinsuke humiliated him by taking a crap on him. By taking a shit on him, literally, yeah. They yeah. they grab him. They grab him. They they not they don't beat him this time. They they lynch him. They kill him. Yeah. In the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and people and, are just walking by ignoring it too. Yeah, and he's, like, he's got the like, sign hey, that hey, says, don't pay attention. Yeah, like they just straight up like kill him. And, and this is another holy shit moment because this yeah. is this is like you don't expect him to die. He's this adorable kid. He already you survived know, once. Where you thought he was, yeah. Gonna, thought, oh, he's safe. Like we saved him. Like no, no, no. Oh no, 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 no. The, uh, He's the sacrificial no. lamb. Yeah, you figure and this is part of the story. Yeah, you figure like, oh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna snap out of it. And he's gonna kick their ass. Like no, but no, but he's lynched, and that is when Shadow Moon uh, does the heel turn. He sees this and says. Yeah. Forget this. I'm done trying. Yeah. I'm, you know, this the, the pizza way didn't work clearly. Um, you know, the, the all out attack worked. I'm gonna do this my way now. 
screw this. Yeah, and this is, and this yeah. is the. I think this is the like towards the end of this episode because this is also a turning point for Aoi because yeah, she's she's now a kaijin. She's she's trying to reconcile with it, and when she shows up to uh, uh, Shinsuke's house and they see she sees his body lay there, you can see the moment where she, again you. Goes back to the Carlin quote, like you find, you look at any scratch, any cynic, you'll find a disappointed idealist, and this is where you can see where she loses, like her that that hope, that idealism that she had, and she realizes like the world is far dirtier than uh, than I, I really thought. It's it's the folly of youth. It's thinking that it's what it's it's what young people really think. They're like it when you're young and you start being introduced to the world. And you start thinking deeper than you would as a kid, where thing, you realize there's many layers to life. There is a there's a there is a false sense of of smugness that a lot of a lot of kids get when, especially when they're like 17, 18, and they think they got the world figured out. And they're like, no, no, you have yet to live. You have yet to experience the world and really understand how complicated it is. And when Shinsuke, when she sees Shinsuke dead, she's like. She realizes, like, do I, you know, do I go down that path or do I keep going? And she's trying to still reconcile that, but yeah. she also is. She's she at the same time. She's like, no, no, this 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 madness has to end. This is the part and, of the story. Uh, this is the part of the story where, again, our characters they're not 100% good. They're not 100% bad. They have their not, feelings. It's, yeah, it's not quite that anti-hero like staple it is it is great character growth because at the end of this episode uh shadow moon shows up and he sees shinsuke dead as well and he's like what happened and they're like he was murdered and he uh he's walking around kind of disillusioned too he's like everything he's like i feel bad because i I led this kid to his death and he sees the dude that he's like you you did it and in the middle of like in the middle of this giant crowd, he he like grabs the guy, and the guy's like now like again it's that it's that you're big until you need to step up, and right. he transforms into his uh, shadow into his, his uh, shadow moon form, yeah. and uh, like he starts raging out and starts crushing the guy's head, and he like all this steam comes up him, and you hear him like 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 screaming, and he smashes the guy's head and in this cloud of smoke he achieves his evolution and now he's on par with uh with black sun so they're on equal footing now so the the curtain is drawing near for both of them to be potentially the new the new uh creation king but uh shadow moon is like no 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 like no more kid gloves like we're we're going yeah. like he's like I'm, I'm done with this i'm done with dealing with people like he had he becomes magneto he really he actually becomes Magneto at this point where he's realized he's like there's no there's no negotiating with humans anymore. He's like uh like th- that that's it. I'm done. Like I'm not doing this. Where it's Black very interesting. So, like yeah, yeah, it's very interesting to see um, Aloy at this point or at the beginning of the show. You know, she said whatever she wanted. You know, the consequences weren't really a thing yet for her. Mm-hmm. But now she's seeing the weight of her actions. She's seeing the weight of her words. And, you know, she's defended Kaijin all this time. Well, guess what? Now you're a Kaijin. And, you know, what are you going to do now? Now that you're one of us, pretty much. Um, yep. But, yes, now now we have... And actually, the... 
Well, here's the thing. I a little side tangent because at this point she transforms again. And I don't know because when we're first introduced to her, she's in like this full like mantis form. And she's yeah. like you know, she's a CG creation. She's booking it. And that's when Black Sun like subdues her and everything. But when she transforms the second time, she actually has a more common rider look. And they right. don't quite like explain it. They do allude that she is a she is she might be a candidate to be the creation king as well. Right. So uh uh which by the way, she was being, you know, during the the you know the assault on Gorgon, they had her and they were using her to try to see that she would be a creation. And she sees into the mind of the creation king, and this is where we get the full backstory, and we learn the real the, the real thing that the creation king was a he was an experiment. He hey, was Chris, again. Up. He was the grand. He was the. Turn and they, they're right. alluding that he was. Yeah. They were alluding to, you know, that she sees, you know, they're well, they're alluding that uh, the the creation, the uh, the the kaiju, the, the creation king. I don't even want to say kaiju king. The creation <laughs> king is. They're alluding that he was like a product of uh, Project Seven Three One, like the Japanese. Oh, uh, the uh, the men behind the sun thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dirty, yeah. Almost like Nazi level, like supernatural experimentation was going on. And that's yeah. when she finds out that that uh, Kaijin were created as bioweapons. And Shadow Moon real, finds this out, too, around the same time. Like, um, because uh, um, while this is going on, Black Sun, real, he's like, now that I'm more powerful, I'm going to go I'm going to go storm Gorgon and take out the uh, the creation king because now I feel I have the power. So he actually he assaults Gorgon, gets in there, faces off against the creation king. And um, he manages to uh, to do some damage. Like he does some damage, rips out his heart too, which uh, once I learned was like a nod to the original Gorgon because the actual Gorgon was a floating heart in the original right. show. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and that's when uh, the prime minister shows up. Like, you know, Black Sun just gets, uh, you know, still gets gets his ass handed to him. Um, and at the, he, gets, you know, he gets his leg ripped off, right? Yeah, he gets his leg cut off yeah. at that point. And uh, Shadow Moon finds out this is the part. I, I think we're we're a little mixed up the timeline, but Shadow Moon finds out the the, the true nature of Kaijin too. They were created as bioweapons. That is yeah. their whole point. They were they were supposed to be essentially like Japanese bioweapons to win the war, and the war ended, and they were kind of just left out there. So. That is part of the part part of his disillusionment with uh, with everything that leads him to like you know what no no more 
we're I'm going all in. And uh, so Black Sun is messed up. He's he's taken in. They can't quite fix him. So uh, he gets taken. So who comes to his rescue? Who comes to his rescue? Whaleman. Whale kaiju. Hell yeah. This also happens in the original Black. Uh, Whale kaiju comes in, you know, takes Mm. him to the secret lair underneath, you know, underneath the waves, like like in a cave somewhere. Um, You know, put some some kaiju juice on. I think they give him heaven, right? Well, and whatever they, they yet. warn something from a conch first to try to heal right, him. Right, right. But he can't trans, like, he's still stuck in, like, his, his transform. His rider like form, he, right. Yeah, his rider form. And uh, at this point, Shadow Moon makes his move. He's like, he tells Gorham, he's like, look, uh, I kind of see things your way, but you know what? I want to run the show now. And uh, he, he actually, he succeeds in creating a coup. And takes yeah. over running Gorgon. And this is where he, you know, in the parlance of wrestling, this is the full kill turn. And now he's made his, you know, he's like, look, I'm more than willing to do everything you guys want, but you need to, you're going to all work under me. And even the prime minister's like, who do you think you are? He's like, I'm the, I'm the guy that's going to be the new creation king. So Gorgon all, they're like, yep, yeah, cool. You're, well, we're all in. And uh, we, this is where things come to a head. AOE is taken. Well, we get another interesting, not quite a turn, but uh, when Shadow Moon uh, decides that he's going to take over Gorgon, his rival, um, uh, Bulgia. Hold on a second. I, yeah, Bulgia, who yeah, they who's responsible for and, yeah. He's responsible for turning Aoi into a kaiju. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and she's she, yeah she's vowed she's vowed revenge, and uh, I believe he actually killed uh, Yusuke too. Like uh, if I'm recalling right. So like these these two guys hate each other, and now yeah. you know he's like well, I guess I'm gonna work with you. And Blood Shadow One's like see you know, and right. proceeds to like beat the crap out of him and humiliate and kind of essentially kick him out. So now he has no allegiance like he's been betrayed by his group by his people and he decides look if i'm going to go down like he realizes like the end of the road is coming for me if i'm going to go down i'm taking everyone out with me and he makes a uh he he meets up with aoi she takes him to where um kitaro's held and he realizes like look no no one wants me here but he's like i got nowhere else to go and watches as they revive kitaro but his leg is still gone um, the, uh, whale kaijin's like, you need to eat Haven. And th- we find out at this point, he, ha- he does not ingest Haven. He hasn't ingested Haven in almost like 50 years. So like, he right. rejects it. Like even with his, he knows it would fix his bum leg, but he still says, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dealing with any of this. I'm not doing it anymore. Like he's been taking ketamine shots. Like he's it's almost he, it's alluding he's addicted to drugs. Like he's addicted to ketamine because his pain is. And his, yeah, and the pain in his leg is is so bad, but he refuses to do the one thing that would actually fix it. So uh, they're all told of Shadow Moon's uh, coup, and he realized like Daro now that he's kind of conscious, he realizes what what he has to do. He's like, I got to go kill my best friend because it, we got to end all this. Otherwise, it's just going to get worse and worse. 
and uh, reluctantly takes Haven, which uh, revives him and brings his life back to like his puts his leg back all the whole thing and upgrades him to one more like bigger like the second stage of his um of his evolution and uh now we're in the final stage things are laid out aoe is going to make another uh plea to the uh un and uh um, that was interesting uh, that was an interesting speech um she's in black sun's uh, uh, hideout, his abandoned bus, right? And he, mm-hmm. she has his headphones. She has the headphones on, and she's on Skype, and she's talking to the UN. And she doesn't know, but there's a. Go ahead. Well, we she have, doesn't know that there's yeah, a. There, there, there's a SWAT team showing up. To, yes, to there's a SWAT team showing up. Minister, as the prime minister knows that she knows, because now she, because during this in between, she gets the full story of what happened to her parents. And we go back to uh, to uh, all we we see what happened with Oliver Johnson. He started a Baptist church, but it was really a secret organization to fight against Gorgon. And he had a kid who turns out to be one of AOE's friends, which you kind of saw that coming. And um, uh, she uh, he's been dead for a while, and we don't know what happened to him quite yet. So she goes and visits to find out like the like. How did I get the How did I get the Kingstone? What? And there's a there's a a woman there who's like, I'll tell you everything. This is so we get the flashback. Her parents were Kaijin sympathizers. They were handpicked by Oliver. He gave he gave them he gave his uh, her he gave her mom one of the gems. That he split the Kingstone, gave her one. Said, Do not tell me where you're at. Your whole goal in all of this, if you want to really want to help, is to protect this and keep it out of the hands of Gorgon. And he kept the other one because without both, they can't they they can't create uh, Yukaijin. So uh, you find out, you flash forward a little bit. Turns out the prime minister at you know we get the older our current prime minister when um, uh, you know about maybe like a decade back shows up. Uh, beats Oliver has has his goons beat Oliver to death in front of his kid. That's where they get the first Kingstone. And but what they didn't know is that Oliver had this book that had all of the information. It was turns out it was the book by Shadow Moon and Black Sun's father, both their their respective fathers during their time uh, in the uh, this the secret government program that reveals the entire backstory of what created the Kaijin and she's reading it and she, and we get a deeper flashback to the actual, you know, the birth of the actual creation King. And uh, both of these dudes are like disillusioned and they didn't realize that their experiment worked. The creation King slaughters the entire operating room and they come in and they see him and they're like, is that, you know, they're like, is that you? And he doesn't really say, and they're like, like, they're like, why does he look so sad? And that's what led them to realize they've created like they've they've essentially created like a, a new a new atomic bomb, and thus they decided in order to uh, prevent uh, prevent it from you know destroying you know destroying humanity, they sacrificed their own sons by experimenting on them, putting the respective kingstones and turning them into Black Sun Shadow Moon. So now she has all this information in her hands, and. She makes she's making this impassioned speech where she reveals everything to the world. 
and uh, because uh, she was given all the same, well, yeah, she was given the information, uh, it was digitalized. So she sent it out uh, onto the internet and the entire like uh, diet now has like, they're like, what, what is this? They're looking through and they're seeing all the notes. And the prime minister realizes he is three flavors of screwed. Like oh, yeah. the jig is up. And then she turns into her kaijin form. It reveals that, you know, she was like transformed against her will. And people were like, what the hell is going on? And while all this, while she's making this impassioned plea, SWAT team shows up and we get the, the, face the, turn. the honorable death. Yes. Not quite a face turn, but it's, it's, you know, the last, the last stand of realizing, you know, I've been a bastard my, you know, this whole time, maybe I could do one good thing. And, um, you know, you know, our bad guy. Watching Bill Gina throughout this whole whole uh, show, I'm just like, I mean, I don't care about you. You know, he's not yeah. really, no one really respects him. Nobody really, you know, they just kind of go along with him because he's like, what, third in charge, second in charge? Yeah. But watching him, watching him, you know, at this point, because the Shadow Moon ripped off his arm during the little scuffle. Yeah. And, then, you know, he's got one arm, he's got his, his, his sword, his Satan saber, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he's just like, He's, you know, he's one-on-one taking these guys, these SWAT team members out. Um, watching him go down like that kills everybody. Mm-hmm. And gets killed in his in the process all by defending Owen while she's making her speech. Yeah. Uh, Owen comes out, sees what he's done, and... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, yeah, well, she... Because she's always been, she keeps saying, like, I'm going to kill you. I'm eventually, you know, right. she's like, they make like an accord, but she's like, this doesn't change anything between us. And she realizes what he did. And she's like, well, damn. Like, it's that moment of realizing, like, maybe there was some, maybe there was something worthy in you after all. Again, it's, it's the, it's the many layers of peeling. And uh, so now the jig is up. Everyone knows that uh, the prime minister is uh, behind a lot of this. But nothing quite happens to him yet. Like he knows, like he's like, you know, he's talking. He's like, there's gonna be people coming yeah. after me. There's. He realizes that, and the, members of his cabinet are like, like yeah. There's this scene where, like, like they you know, well, they're in the, in the diet, and they're just, you know, they're they're uh, debating like the validity or how real this thing is, and and you mm-hmm. can kind of, you you kind of feel like he's gonna get out of it because he's like, this is you know, this is a fabrication. This is all, you know, yeah. this is fake news. Um, until the, it's not until they figure out like no you're a bastard you, you, you know yeah. your father was was behind all this and, and now you continue and you are complicit you are selling you are kidnapping humans uh, and selling them and turning them into kaiju selling them using their extract to make haven is that, yeah. Is that right yeah it's it's no, that's horrible the, yeah. that's later on or is that oh well, no that that I mean that was that's part of it and then. The, the the more sinister aspect of like trying to um like re like bring bring back like the old, old nationalism to Japan yeah and uh, because there there's subtle there's subtle jabs at like when when we get the diet scenes of like Japan feels like they're still like this like they're under the heel of like America you know the you you know the European Union and all that stuff they like. Like we, like there, it's and it's kind of reflective of you know the you know some of the tone in Japan today where people were like, hey, like maybe we can go back to having an army of our own. Like 
we're not going to do that again. Like there, there's that sentiment of like, we can stand on our own two feet once again. And uh, there, and, and, but there are people that are like, no, 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 that was a mistake. We shouldn't go back to that. And this is, you know, one of the plans. And, uh, you know, when it come in a scene that's, that's congruent with the final showdown between Shadow Moon and Black Sun, the, uh, the prime minister is having like a, a, a dinner. He's getting drunk. Uh, he is with his, uh, 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 I, I guess it's the premier or the, the, whatever the vice president is. Right. Um, he like, there's a moment he's like, I, the prime minister's like, I got to take a whiz. And, uh, they're like, there's no safe place. And he's just like, stop here, stop here. It's an alley. He's like, let me, let me go where he is taken out by, uh, Oliver's son who has turned into a, a, a kaijin. He's a cricket kaijin. Right. And uh, the uh, the other member of Gorgon, the one of the founding members, the bat guy. Uh, the the uh, they, he's like a double agent, isn't he? Yeah, and he yeah. Uh, they both they both just evis- they they literally tear his head off. Like it, they, not even yeah. at, like the neck, like it's at the jaw. Like it's a, it's a gruesome scene. I'm just like whoa, and the kid's like, hey, remember Oliver Johnson? He's like, all right, let's go get some beers. Like they're walking away, they're like, "Yeah, hey, we 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 just committed we just like, one the, of the greatest acts of, yeah, we just assassinated the prime minister. Let's go celebrate." That brings us to our final confrontation between. Uh, oh, <clears throat> hold on. Let's talk about yeah. the, oh, the beginning. Are we talking about the last episode? <laughs> that I know you're gonna. I know you're talking. Part, about. I know where you're going. The mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. part of of I I did not expect this. But I was like, they're watching it, and then the the beginning of the last episode starts, and it is a shot for shot remake, with this with the same song of the original Black opening, and I popped yeah. so hard. I was like, let's go, <laughs> like tears coming, like chills. I was like, oh my god, they did it. You know, he's Kotaro's fully revived. You know, he's he he henshi, he transforms into Kamen Rider Black Sun, gets on his motorcycle, and and is on his way to uh, uh to to deal with stuff yeah yeah. i think it's the only time you actually see him in his full form on the bike in the whole show too isn't it yeah 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 uh yeah 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 it is even do i I don't i think they even do some of the credits over it too yeah it's the openings it's you know it's it's the opening credits it's but it's it's a shot for shot remake of black with the same song and it's like oh my god it's the the (laughs) icing of the case that put me over like this is this is awesome Parks his bike outside, outside of Gorgon's base. You know, goes goes in. You know, goes in. I he fights off a couple of dudes. You know, here and left, here and there. Shadow Moon knows he's coming. Waits for him in in the in the uh, in the chamber yeah, the of uh, Christian King. Yeah. They have their fight. He does the rider punch. You know, he beats his ass. I mean, Shadow uh, Black takes some hits too. Um, I think he gets impaled by his own sword. Yeah, they rip they rip each other's so they the swords yeah. that they have are the oh, um the, the, the legs like, on the back. Right. They they part of their body gets turned into a sword. Uh yeah, but they have to rip it off. Yes. It's oh yeah. it's not a it's not a pretty sight, but it's it's the one time awesome. he actually gets to do he does the rider kick too. Because the one time he does showing yeah. off because like, he's showing off he's got like the this the um the creation king powers that he can like manipulate like he like he can he can do like the esp pushes and stuff like that that's when right. um 
because it's the only time you really see like the the because here's the thing one of the things they have the belts but the belts mm -hmm. really don't do much they never really explain it i know why they're there because it's common right you kind of have to have the belt but they they never really explain like why it's there why it's the source of it because once they achieve their higher form then they start doing the hessian like yeah moves so they can change and um the belts activate but this is the point where they start like drawing energy from the belts too like the the rider can right. come to like he activates the belt um Again, I get it. I get why they, they never really explain it, but it's like you're watching Common Rider. You have to have these moments in there. Um, but yeah, it's they like have this a, real... it's like Green Lantern without a ring. Like, why does he have a ring? Well, yeah, yeah. you need well, to. Yeah, you kind of have to. You have to have it. So they fight. Uh, Black Sun gets the upper hand until um, Shadow Moon impales him. This and this was an awesome shot, by the way, because Shadow Moon's like he he he. Um, uh, he uh, transforms back to his human form, and Black Sun is just impaled on against this uh, this locker, but mm -hmm. it's not like he's hung up. Like he's like he's oh, thank you the, for reminding me. Yeah, he's, he's stabbed through the gut, and he's being yeah. held. So he's kind of like dangling from like, oh, like almost yeah. vert, almost horizontally. Like and I'm sitting there watching, like oh my god, like that yeah, he's gonna just, rip. It's gonna yeah, rip like, through his side, yeah. Like he's just gonna get, like there. I'm like the physics of it don't quite make sense, but you're dealing, you know, you're dealing with, you know, the fantastic. But it was an awesome shot, nonetheless. I'm like, holy, he's just, and he's doing the, the whole talk, and uh, the, it's it's the moment of where, uh, he's not you. Black you know, Sun, yeah, Black Sun is, you know, he's not. It's not looking good for him. No, but then he, uh, he's he gets uh, he. He uh, has this moment where he's talking to him, and he's like trying to uh, like one last appeal to like the dude that he like the the brother that he know. And this is where like in the Shadow King has like this moment of like, uh, what are we doing? Like, what do, what what is all this for? Like realizing like we've created this whole mess. We've you know it's not it's not worth it. You realize he's far more injured too, like because he gets yeah. he got stabbed like through the chest. By uh, by Black Sun, so they're Black both Sun, not looking good. No, so uh, Black Sun gets out of his predicament. Uh, he uh, he detransforms as well. They have those moments because Shadow Moon like collapses, and uh, he gives him the uh, the stones and realizes he's like, look, this this is it, man. Like I'm sorry, and just dies in his arms. And uh, Katara Shadow Moon like, dies. Yeah, Shadow yeah, Moon Shadow dies. Moon dies. Yeah. And and Katara's like, damn it! Like he's like, what 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 was all this for? And then the heart of the Gracian King drops behind him, like right as Shadow Moon dies. And Katara, in like his rage, goes to punch it, but you find out it's a trap. And when he punches it, like he just like blows right through this thing, but the like, the heart like grabs a hold of him, and there's this flash of light and we cut to like a like maybe a couple hours later and uh, um, a pterodactyl girl is coming in. She's like, is everything good? And he's just, you just see, we cut to uh, Kitaro and he's become the new creation King. Like he's got this and the one thing, face. Yeah. The one thing he didn't want to happen happens. Yeah. To Katara. Happens. 
Yep. And uh, Aoi showed. Yeah. So Aoi shows up. She had talked to the uh, scientist that was. Um, I think it was. It was the in, guy uh, who. Didn't, I, yeah. It was. He's Katara's another guy. No, no. They they had talked to the scientist. It was like I think it was Kataro's dad. And oh. she had to ask him a question, and they flash back. And she's like, "Is there any way to properly kill the Creation King?" And that's when he reveals it was the Satan Sword. Like we made that as, sword, as, a, yeah. as yeah, it was going to be. He's like, if, yeah, he's like, I know it's being used for evil, but quietly, it's the one thing that we kept as a as a failsafe if ever needed. If we if it push ever came to shove, so she has the broken sword from uh, from the fight. And she shows up in her rider form. Like, she does a whole transform. She changes, too. Like, full. Like, she does the tension thing and everything. Transforms. Right. Takes out some goons. Shows up. Realizes uh, Kitaro's been made into the Creation King. He's already, like, you know, they're already collecting, like, the, the haven from him. And uh, she realizes what she has to do. And she can't bring herself to do it. And he gets up. And he's, like, Frankensteining his way over to her. And just says, ten, he's just like, just kill me. Do it. And do it. Uh, yeah, just do, do it. it. And she realizes, he's like, I don't have any other choice. So, in a recruit, like, they go back to when he was training her how to, like, get out of a situation. He's like, he's like, if I got you, like, you know, like, if I got the you, the exact right, same so fight. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, hit yeah. me, you know, do this, stop my foot, turn around, and then push me away. And she does the same thing, but stabs him with the, uh, with, with the sword. Uh, there's a moment where he changes back and just kind of says, thank you. Like, you yeah. ended this whole thing. And then he turns to dust in, fr in front of her. And she has this moment where she's like, damn it. Like, again, like, you can see, like, everything that she that she was hopeful for, everything that she was fighting for has just completely, literally fallen to dust in her hands. And we get the, pro we get the uh, epilogue. Yeah. After this, where we find out what has happened now, so it turns out not much has changed. Uh, there's still there's still uh, an, like uh, anti uh, kaiju sentiment. The um, the vice prime minister is now in charge, and now he's in charge of Gorgon. And who's it's uh, Bashir, the the one the one uh, commander that survived, the female kaiju, yes. is in the cabinet. Yeah. And she, yeah. he's telling her, he's like, look, the old prime minister, he got greedy. He's like, but I understand what the end game is. And he's like, we'll, we'll make it work. He's like, I'm not a, I'm not a fool like him. Like, and he realized the cycle is going to continue. And yeah. uh, we, we cut to a scene of like anti um, Kaijin protesters. And we just camera pans around to this young girl. And she's holding this little like makeshift sign saying like, you know, peace between, you know, humans and Kaijins. And uh, someone just kind of shoulders her, knocks her over, and so a hand comes down to help her up, and it's Aoi. And Aoi's like, come with me. And uh, she takes her to this uh, location that's, like, out in the middle of the, uh, like, out in the middle of the, uh, the, the woods. And you, you see that she's keeping the, uh, the sentiment alive, and she's training a new contingency, like she's creating like a, she's creating like a new anti-Gorgum. Like she's yeah, doing she's, what, what Shadow Moon was doing. Version. Yeah, she's doing exactly what she's taking up and she's the becoming the very version, thing. Yeah. yeah. She's becoming the very thing she was fighting against. 
and yeah. it it ends on that like where they both both you get the oh. her, but guess who's there? Whale kaiji. Whale kaiji. Yeah. Whale kaiji's back like, there. He's, 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 you know, he's, he's like yeah we we got it you know like we you know we now know what we have to do. And, it's him and the uh, doctor, right? The doctor that turned her into, or the bat. I don't remember if the bat yes. was there. Yeah, yeah. They're, well, they're there. Yeah, it's, it's they're there. As as an eclipse comes over, and you realize, oh yeah, she went from this bright-eyed uh, pacifist to now she's this hardened militant uh, revolutionary now, and the cycle begins anew. It, it's it ends on on an on a an, on an eclipse. And uh, pretty much that wraps up. And that ending, I sat there watching. I'm like, man, like, I everybody dies. Every yeah, there, there's a shot of a grave of gravesite of everyone that died. Like everyone's just you know, they got grave everyone. markers for everyone, everyone. And you realize, like, again, it's it's. I've seen people talk about this show because they there's there's a lot of people that love like the revolutionary ideas. There's the cynicism, you know, there's, there's things that clearly like, because yeah, it's, it is a, uh, like a reflection of some of American culture at this time, but it also hammers home the idea of like, a lot of times a revolution doesn't work and it doesn't, you know, even with the best intentions, you will end up becoming the monster that you were fighting against. Like it's, it's a vicious cycle. And the, it's not an upbeat ending by any means. Like it's, it, it has a little hopefulness to it because yeah, there's still, Gorgum's still going on there, and they still got their sinister plans. But at the same time, it's like if you know we're becoming the very monster to fight the monster that you know we're becoming the very thing that we're we're aiming to fight. And I I I really like I, that hit me hard because you know what? I appreciate that because. Most stories are were willing to like no no the good guys win, everything's fine. It's like no, the world moves on and not a lot has it. All this was over nothing, at the end of the day, like nothing changed, nothing in like you can't force change like that because it has to come naturally. And these are things if, that people you know they're not learning. If anything, I think Gorgum got the upper hand. I think Gorgum wins. Because they're still in power, power uh, they're still in power. Yeah. There's no creation king anymore, so yeah, they took the loss on that. But they're still in power. Black Sun's dead. Shadow Moon's dead. Uh, all you know, I think the only person who survives is Aoi, uh, the female general, uh, Whale Kaijin, and yep. like maybe one or two other, and then everybody else is dead. Uh, and Aoi had yeah. and Aoi has the has the uh, the kingstone. The kingstone, yeah. So. And she is a potential. They should. They do. They do mention she is a. She is a potential candidate to become a new creation king. So there is a, a risk of that she could fall and become the very thing that you know she was trying to stop, because you know she's the last candidate. Uh, again, yeah, a, a very. A, 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 this is what I call a good, sad ending. Like it leaves you like realizing like yes like. The you know these people fought for their ideas and their ideas all got them killed like both sides it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, but the, the ending reminds me of uh, you know like sci-fi movies back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. You know oh, yeah, they, when they yeah, real, yeah yeah when they got real dang they're, they got yeah they're they're, like, they're alive but like you know they're not going to last very long you know it's like yeah, yeah you know Charles Heston's alive but 
you know, he's he's not going home. He's, oh, he is home. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Planet of the Apes, or or like or Omega Man, like realizing like he yeah. he has to die in order for a society to reach. They want him dead because he's the last remnant of this old society, and they think that you know we're going to create a new society and we're going to we're going to fix all the problems. And he realized like, yeah, you know, I'll take myself out, but you guys aren't, you know, you all think you're going to, you're going to fix uh, the problems, but you don't realize that it runs deeper. It is, it is part of like our human nature. Like it, it no matter how much you try, like you can't change things overnight and right. you can't quite get rid of, you know, the human, the human, uh, the, 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 the human components of, of greed and and lust for power and those you know it does leave it like that and i gotta applaud them because especially for a, a tokusatsu show the one that's based on you know a kid show that's hey everything at the end of the day the good guys win things are hopeful things are you know good i, I mean it's what you know in in japan they're more apt to like no we want you want a little drama like characters die and you know the main character, you know, occasionally will learn a lesson, but at the end of the day, you know, you're still having, you're still watching a superhero go out there and beat up on monsters and stuff like that. But this one, again, like, this is where it really sold me. I'm like, this was a very, very good show. And I've seen people like online kind of like crap on it because they're like, it was such a downer ending. I'm like, yeah, but it's realistic. Like in this grand fantasy of everything, it is possibly the most realistic ending to any sort of like hero show I've ever seen, especially when dealing with these kinds of, of issues and concepts. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's my sentiments. Exactly. I, I feel like this show is slow in the middle. Yeah. There's a lot of talking going on. A lot of talking. Um, it's slow in the and middle. Not, and not, and not exactly as heavy on writer action as you would think, too. I mean, there's a henchman every episode. There's a transformation. Like, yeah, there is some action. Maybe not as much as you think there's going to be, but mm-hmm. it is very good. It's very well written. And and who's the who's the main actor? What's his name? His actual name. Right here. Kotaro uh, Minami is this guy. Uh, Hitoshi Nishijima. Mm-hmm. Did a uh, good job. You know, watching him is he was he's also in. We just saw Shin Ultraman, and um, mm-hmm. you know he he doesn't do a whole lot there. But in this in this uh, show, it's like uh, best way I can describe it is watching Alec Guinness in the original Star Wars, where mm-hmm. you know yeah you know people are coming in and this guy comes in and he's acting. And he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's, I don't want to say on another level as everybody else, but this guy is a good actor and he's an, you know, he's an amazing choice for black, uh, as a, a protagonist for the show. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he, watching him makes me want to watch. He's in another movie called uh, drive my car. And I really want to watch that now because of him. Have you seen it? He's to me, to me, he's, he's a, uh, when I first saw Kazuki Kitamura in Final Wars, and you saw that guy chewing the scenery, I'm like, this guy's having fun, but he's like head and shoulders above everybody else in the acting category. And uh, he's got that guy's gone on to do a ton of that guy's a great actor. Like, he's 
There's a movie I would recommend everybody go find. It's called Killers. It's from um, uh, these guys. I think they. I forgot their 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 handle name, but the the it's this pair of directors. They they worked with um, the team that uh, did the Raid movies, and right. this movie's about um, two dudes. One guy's in in Jakarta, and one guy's in Tokyo. Um, one is a reporter who. Uh, kind of becomes a vigilante like he kills like a political like a guy a, a politician that's trying to uh, snuff him out and he ends up like posting on this dark web um a site like what he did and it attracts the attention of the serial killer played by uh, Kit, uh Kit who uh has been posting videos of his own murders and these guys start kind of playing this game of cat and mouse with each other and the film, for most part, splits it in two. You get the reporter's side, you get his side, until they come to a head at the end. But in this, Kidmore, he plays this cunning series. Like, he's not your average run-of-the-mill serial killer. Like, you find out, like, his uh, M.O. is, like, killing women, but he's also kind of gun-shy around. Like, he finds a girl that he actually likes, but his um, his need to, to murder is... Uh, Kind of overpowering, like he's like, maybe I don't need to do this anymore. Um, but I would definitely like check that movie out. It's fantastic. Yeah. And so yeah, going back to this, it's yeah, it's it's you. This stuff doesn't work unless you're taking it seriously. And they play this very straight. Like there's no, the only tongue-in-cheek moment is that scene, and you know, it's the recreation of the opening uh, in episode ten. That's the only time they really get like tongue-in-cheek with the whole thing. The rest of the time, they're like, no, like, we're trying to create a very mature tokusatsu series. This is not for this is not for the kids that are watching the modern stuff where we're just trying to sell toys. This is for the fan. It's, this is if, like, someone had made, like, an adult-oriented Power Ranger film with all the original cast where they're all old and they kind of hate life because of, of all these events they went through. Um, let's talk about, uh, real quick, uh, when... Uh, after I got done watching this, I was doing a little, um, like, reading into it. Turns out, so the director had, you know, um, I got his name right here. It is um, uh, Kazuya uh, Shinar. Yeah, right. Shinar, I, I yeah. Butchered it, too. Shiar, Shiarishi? I, 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 yeah, my apologies. I always I always put you these, uh, uh, these things. Never done Tokusatsu. So he actually got people who were involved in it to help him out. One of those people who is detrimental to this series is none other than Shinji Higuchi. Who, Your boy! Uh, yep. So he he, uh, he actually did an interview about this um, because he turns out he's not helping Ano on Shin Kamen Rider. Like, that's oh, really? Ano's, like, yeah, he's not involved in any way. He's, he's like, yeah, it was a little disappointing, but... He understands because I guess for Ano, like Common Rider is that's that's religion for him. Like that he's like, I have a very specific thing I'm doing. And if you've seen the trailer for that movie, like he's making something very interesting, but at the same time, like much like uh, Shin Ultraman harkening back to the original source material, like that that trailer looks like he just shot like an original episode. Like I'm, I was very surprised by like how low-key uh shin common writer looks but it's also got like a very kind of like adult feel like there's there's definitely like 
elements going on there that that's that are they're heavy. So Higuchi was brought in as uh, they're like, we need your help. You know this stuff. So he was the main character designer on on this, and uh, he was the one that brought in the effects director. So Higuchi was very instrumental in putting this whole thing together. So had a big big hand in the final product. Which, uh, as he says, he's like, I didn't think I was going to be able to do Common Rider, but I got to do, end up doing Common Rider in the end because Black Sun was the, was the big thing I had to work on while Anna was off doing his Common Rider. So, again, like going back to like, especially designing, like the designs of the monsters are fantastic. <laughs> like, I got to give them credit. Like, they're, they're, my brother walked in uh, while I was watching the, uh, the last episode and he's like, Is that a whale, dude? I'm like, Yeah, it is. He's like, Oh, that's wild. That's that's insane. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, that actually looks pretty badass. I'm like, yes, it does. This whole thing is pretty badass in general. Um, keeping with the, I mean, keeping everything biomechanical. Like, there's no real tech involved. The 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 transformation, the idea that the the riders evolve. They're the, each. I love their their basic form. Like, it's very, it's a lot more monstrous. But once they start, when they get into their rider the rider forms like i love the idea that it's not armor it's not a suit it is like it's their skin it is what they transform into um similar to the original shin kamen rider i'm like that this 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 is great. yeah this is all fantastic yeah so any other final uh, thoughts oh geez final thoughts plenty of thoughts um it's very different from the original uh kamen rider black and that's a good thing in my opinion mm-hmm. um because you don't expect, you're like, oh, you know, this is going to happen. Like, oh, Shadow Moon's going to be like that. Because the whole show, it's played as if Shadow Moon is the second writer. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, you know, he's on the same mission as, as Black. Um, they're not brothers like they are on the show. They're best friends. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should train at that. this. And then yeah, I'm looking at this um, quote. I'm looking at this quote. Um, he said that, uh, that Shirakura uh, joked that Blackson, uh, Blackson's adaptation of Kamen Rider Black was twice payback for uh, Saban's Masked Rider. I like that quote. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a. There's... Saban butchered the crap out of that show So to get what they needed. I, I, I really enjoyed this show. Um, yeah. I highly recommend it. You don't need to watch Black to to to, to watch it. Uh, is no, this a good place to? Yes. Is this a good place to start? You know, if you heard, know nothing about Commander, absolutely. Um, enjoy it, man. Enjoy but just it. Know, it, not, it. Not just know not all of them are going to be like this. Um, no. Well, is 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 the remake of Amazon like this? Like oh this yeah, movie? it's bloodier. It's. Yeah, it's oh, bloodier. It? It's um, and it's a, it's a, has a very different. Uh, it's a, it's a very, it's similar but very very different. Like, yeah. Okay. So uh, it's, it's still adult themed, but very adult. Very adult. But more it, to the point of like you know the the violence and everything. Um. Yeah. It's it's very. You know. It's um. <laughs> it's you know. It's. It's very much like Black. Um, you'll you'll enjoy it. I think. I think if, if you enjoyed Black, then I would highly recommend you on. Or if you enjoyed Black Sun, and you want to know where to, where to go from there, watch uh, Amazon's. Which is also ironically on, on Amazon. 
Yeah, on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, because uh, that was in that, that once this wrapped up, they're like, "Hey, do you like this? Watch this." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I had this in my in my watch list." Um, so yeah, so that that's it for our review of *Common Rider Black Sun*. So uh, yeah. yeah, we kind of fumbled through this. Thank this you for listening. Thank you for this. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this was this was done um, not last minute, but. Uh, uh, this was this was done, you know. It's our first episode. Much like so thank you for listening. Yeah, it's our first episode. Uh, to those like Aryans doing the whole podcasting thing, we yeah we were we're pushing eleven o'clock. Uh, we usually record much like when Jessica and I we record late, um, just because everyone else has a life. So we have to, you know the, the only time you time is when everyone else is asleep. Um, but I if you guys enjoyed this, please let us know. Um, uh, you know, just, if we got anything wrong, let us be, know. Yeah, if you, like any, it, you know, any if we missed it, yes. Complaints, so comments, these, questions, these, desires. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So the idea of this is that these shows for those listening, because if you pulled, if you're listening on your feed and you're like, wait, this isn't the normal Gaiju Kingdom podcast. Um, this show will be on the main feed. Um. So the idea is uh, Jessica and I will be doing two episodes a month and Ari and I will be doing two episodes a month. So, um, and you can, you can just pick and choose whatever you like. If you just want to hear happy upbeat stuff about giant monsters, because um, that shows a little more, you know, as if you've listened, like we're a little more loose with the topics. Um, for this, we're going to be mostly focusing on movies and tv this is gonna be a not quite review but like discussion about um about the yeah we love we're not here to waste your time we're not going to tell you oh this is the worst movie ever whatever um these are all the picks that we're doing for this show are all hand-picked we've talked about them before um and it's a lot of stuff that we think doesn't get discussed a lot um very much so and do you want to tease what we're going to do next you want to talk we're about going to it? talk about yokai and werewolves in the next episode. Ooh. We're going to be doing uh, we're it's uh, 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 duology. Uh, what? A what? Uh, say, it one more t- say it one more time. Wait, Kibiyashi? What is that you said? I have no idea. I think so. I, I think. We're going to be doing a movie about a were about a samurai werewolf. That's what's next, people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's so, it. Uh, if you want to watch yeah, it now, won't... The, yeah. if you want to watch yeah, it now so you can it. follow along, yeah. Um, it is available on YouTube if you want to watch it. Um, but that will be our next episode probably towards the end of the month. Uh, I think, yeah, that might be a fun thing to do, like let everyone know what we're going to be watching next. Is Some stuff is going to be uh, – I'm going to be pulling out tricky. of some archives, and I got some friends. Yeah, it's going to be a little tricky for – for some of the things we're going to be reviewing because we, I, we found some deep, deep cut stuff. There's, there's stuff that is not out on DVD. Uh, thankfully, a lot of things have been uploaded to YouTube. So we were, we're going to do our best to kind of keep it to where of like, Oh man, I've never, I've never watched that to at least some form that you guys can enjoy it or at least see what the heck we're talking about. But we already know there's going to be like a couple that were like, I have n- never heard of this. And that's part of the, the idea of the show. Like, You've never heard of it? We're going to talk about it. So uh, that said, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, you can follow us 
on the Kaiju Kingdom socials, which is the uh, Twitter at the Kaiju Kingdom, Facebook.com slash the Kaiju Kingdom podcast, and our Instagram, which is at the Kaiju Kingdom as well. Uh, and on that note, that will do it for the very first episode of Common Kaisers. So everyone give Arian a hand. This is his, uh, his first time. Thank now. you, guys. Yep. So on that note, for myself and Arian, thank you so much thanks for joining for listening, us. Guys. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe <laughs> you should do the sign-off. Maybe you do the sign-off. I'm always doing the sign-off on the other show. Maybe we'll have you do the sign-off. Thank so you for joining us. sign-off for us? Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your time and uh, and your love and your comments and all of it. We appreciate you listening and taking a chance on us. Uh, have a good night. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. We'll do better. We'll come up with a sign-off. That'll work. This first. Bye.